the main output that we that we want to use is a reality mesh. So it's a um, a realistic geo-referenced to scale representation of a digital asset, which you can then get levels, you can take dimensions, you can volumes, you can do lots of things like that. So it all comes from images. Welcome to the Slantech.io podcast, where we speak to our scientists, designers, engineers, and architects who are combining subject matter expertise with cutting-edge technologies to develop digital solutions that can help solve the problems of today and tomorrow. My name is Dave Roberts. And I'm Mike Arsenault. We're going to spend a little bit more time discussing some of the advanced technologies that allow our experts to provide more efficient services for our clients. Specifically, we're going to look skyward in this episode and learn about drone capture and photogrammetry and how these technologies catalyzed our Reality Insights digital solution. We're joined today by Pete Jackson and Brett Stewart. Pete is a principal CAD technician, and Brett is head of digital solutions for UK and Ireland. Both our guests are based out of the High Wycombe office in the UK. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dave. And Brett, I'd like to start with you. You have a multi-decade career in the engineering consulting industry. Can you maybe just describe for us what the technological changes have been like since the beginning of your career? Uh, how long have we got on this one? But um, yeah, it's a good question, Mike, because uh, I guess when I started out, it was very much about a lot of manual generation of information. It was uh, sort of that whole piece of computers were really just starting to come into the, the mix with a lot of offices. Some places still had their drafting tables and that sort of thing. And I guess the evolution that we've seen over time is the capture of the information and the automation of a lot of that stuff um, that's allowed engineers to do their job more efficiently. And as engineers, I think we're always trying to find better ways over and over to improve that. So especially over the last 10 years with the emergence of things like IoT as well, being able to capture data from the field that we didn't even think was possible and cost-effectively as well. That's the other real benefit with this is being able to get more insights into the world around us and how it's performing. So a lot of our work now is really about trying to capture assets, capture information about them, and then be able to use it in other contexts. So especially when I started out, it was very much there were people that were specifically drawing up drawings and that sort of thing, and that was their job. But now that piece is expanding a lot in terms of how that data is used, how it's brought into the BIM world, how it's brought into performance management and operations within organizations, especially our client organizations that we work with. So you can see there's been a big evolution, and especially in the last 10 years, the, the data piece itself has really opened itself up to a lot more that we can do with these sorts of things. And now you can see with the emergence of things like ChatGPT and you know, those sort of technologies that are helping people do other parts of their jobs as well, we're just seeing advances in how technology can really get us the insights that we want to get. Absolutely agree with that, Brett. And especially over the last 12 months, there's certainly been a significant acceleration of new technologies within the industry. So, Pete, how do you know which of these technologies are here to stay and what technologies may be relegated to a passing phase? Yeah, I mean, like Brett said about the data capture, there's, there's, there's a few different types of software out there. Each one has a different part in the market for the type of capture, and depending if you're doing site captures or pipeline captures. Also, the outputs that the, the software will produce plays a big part, and, and the functionality that it has within the software that we use within Stantec. Future proofing is a, a big part of it as well. Obviously, everything is going to the cloud. You want to be able to run and process data 
via the cloud and also store it on the cloud and then development internally within Stantec, but also with the, the software manufacturers. We're very lucky to have a, a strong base with the, the software company that we use, and we're actually heavily involved in adding functionality into the software. And then within the, the drone technology, that, that's always evolving. Obviously, the drones get better. They can carry different types of payload. There's now different types of cameras. There's, uh, there's a new camera that can take five cameras in one go, which means that you can speed up the amount of time to do a capture, which obviously makes it more cost effective. So there's a lot of things. I think the way that the data capture is happening now, I don't think that, I think topos, the traditional topo will, it won't go away, but it will become less as important. We've already found that we're finding errors in, in topographical data from doing the drone surveys. Pete, just continuing on that, I, I mentioned photogrammetry off uh, the top of the episode. So what exactly is that and how is it effective in the work that you do? Yes, yeah, so photogrammetry is basically image, uh, taking images. It can be from a drone. It can be a land-based via a mobile phone. It can be a video as well. It's just basically you convert images and then you put it into photogrammetry software and it will produce a, a reality. Well, it will produce many outputs, but the, the main output that we that we want to use is a reality mesh. So it's a, um, a realistic geo-referenced to scale representation of a digital asset, which you can then get levels, you can take dimensions, you can volumes, you can do lots of things like that. So it all comes from images. So Pete, you've given the audience an overview of Reality Insights, but what are the benefits it can provide to clients? So it can produce a great deal. Obviously, we we hope to to push this uh, reality sites portal out. It will mean that the the client can actually view their assets, and it can be used in many areas. So you can, when you're on site, you can use it for site inductions. You've got trainees, you can use it there. You can health and safety, you can use it. Environmental planning work that needs to be done on site, or even with um, public consultations, you you can indicate things like that. It, it just it gives so much potential of being able to view their assets without actually having to go to the assets. So it cuts down on emissions for getting there, amount of people that you would take to go to sites. And then from a design point of view, it just helps the design team to, to work with things. They can cut down site visits, like we say, but it just helps you produce a better design for the clients. And Brett, obviously, uh, drone technology plays a massive factor in what Pete was talking about there with the Reality Insights solution. But my question for you is, once we've captured all of that data uh, via the digital solution, what are the next steps to turn that data into actionable insights for our clients? There's a lot of avenues and there's things we're still looking at uh, um, in the future as well with this. But that picture, the, the model that we get is the start of a, a number of things. And as Pete mentioned, it's really that initial capture that gets us the reality mesh and that, that kind of thing that we can use in other parts of the design process. But there's other things that we can use it for as well in engineering applications especially. So a lot of that data can be taken through into other platforms and other environments that allow us to do further analysis into it and gather greater insight into the site or even the environment around it, trying to understand those different things that can happen with it. So it really 
helps us to provide our clients with insights more rapidly for a start, but also in um, just a deeper understanding of those environments as well. So, yeah, in some cases, it might be about the built structures. In other cases, it might be about the natural assets around the site. So different habitats and types of trees and those kinds of things. We can employ different techniques using machine learning or AI to actually assist in assessing that information and gaining those greater insights. So that really opens up a lot of channels for not just the, the traditional engineers, I guess you could say, and what you would do in normal design circumstance, but as Pete was talking about, a lot of different applications that we can take this into to either serve as a communication vehicle, but also as an insight vehicle around um, gr gathering greater data for those sites and really getting a deeper understanding about what those sites are about. Well, that's really interesting. Pete, can you perhaps share some examples of the types of analytics we're producing for clients? Yeah, um, I mean, the, the main thing we produce is a reality mesh, and that's like we said, it's a, a geo-referenced representation of the site that they can view. But we also produce point clouds, depending on what kind of BIM environment you're working and getting into the, the CAD software. A lot of our clients might use a different type of software, so we, we can produce a, a high-quality point cloud. Again, the reason why photogrammetry is so good that way is that a traditional laser scan is very expensive to produce. There are a lot very big in data um, size as well. Whereas if you do photogrammetry, you can produce an equivalent point cloud at a fraction of the cost. So the, the client gets a saving there. Ground extractions as well, that's something that we've actually got put into the software and we developed with our uh, software supplier that we can actually do ground extractions, which we've used for drainage surveys and GIS work. And then visualization, we've managed to get our meshes into VR headsets for public uh, consultations, or we've managed to get photo montages. So all our visualization team now use the mesh. So the idea is now, like Brett was saying, that we have a mesh, but then from that mesh, it can just go into every part of the company, be it Stantec or with the, the clients, it can go into every part of the, the company and be used, but it's one source of the data. And then crack detection, that's another thing that we've been looking at. And then there's a lot of future work that we're looking at, putting embedded data that because we get such a good quality mesh now at high resolution, we can actually now look at trying to put embedded data into the equipment and they can use it for asset maintenance as well. And then, like I said before, we could use it for training, health and safety. There's so many potentials that we can use with the, with the meshes. And how many sites have we captured using Reality Insights? We've done about 80 sites at the moment, and we've got another 20 currently um, being processed. We've done all different types of captures. Some are just for uh, pipeline routes. A lot of them are treatment works, but we've also done uh, bits inside the power, power stations, uh, pylons, and it's all for pretty much all of the water companies um, that we've done work for so far. Yeah, it really seems like the possibilities are endless for potential use cases for Reality Insights. So we'll, we'll definitely, anyone listen to this, reach out to Pete or Brett for, for more information on how this can help your company or organization. Just wondering, Brett, just before we wrap up, is there a, a piece of technology that we haven't covered uh, in this episode that really excites you for the future? Yeah, there's quite a few, but I guess um, especially around the sensing piece, the, the drone aspect is actually expanding quite rapidly and the kind of sensing that they can do now is um, 
quite significant. I think it's not just about sight, it's also about uh, different light spectrums and being able to detect different types of things through vegetation and and things like that, but also for air quality and other things as well. I think um, that's a really um, exciting aspect because they're, they're easily deployable and allow our clients to get a lot more insights into their sites. And you know, for example, with a treatment plan site, they could send up a drone that actually has something that senses certain gases that are above the treatment plant to understand customer complaints and things like that. So I think it, it is um, something that we're really starting to work on. But yeah, it's the application of that in, in a data sense and really trying to get greater insights, I guess, into the world around us using these kind of technologies that probably excites me the most. Well, it's been excellent talking with both of you today. The creation of the Reality Insight solution is such an interesting and exciting area to explore. I can see the obvious benefits of this service it will provide to our clients. Mike and I would like to thank you again for your time and sharing your fantastic story with the Stantech.io podcast audience. My pleasure. Thank you. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing to the Stantech.io podcast from wherever you get your podcasts from, so you can stay up to date with the latest digital solutions and service offerings from Stantech. And thank you for listening. Future episodes will continue to explore how digital solutions are shaping our world. In the meantime, you can also visit our website at www.stantech.io for more information.